You're listening to the Apple Insider Podcast. Welcome to this very special episode of the Apple Insider Podcast. I'm Victor, and joining me is William Thanksgiving Turkey Gallagher. Right. Lots of ways to pass that sentence there. I think I'm just going to pass it instead. Hi. Nice to see you, too. I, I am thankful for you, William. Right, he called me a turkey. I mean, he gives and he takes. Yes. <laughs> Not a big thing, Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. Take, here, takes and though. he gives, yeah. actually, if you must know. But but I am I am thankful for you. Oh, you know, you see, I'm on the opposite end. So that's why I know it's this way around. It's fine. Mm, yeah. Right. Ah. So... One of our one of our listeners, one of our listeners out there, instructed us to not critique TV shows ever again. That our our opinions of TV shows are not valid, or at least every bit as valid as their own. So, right, I would point out fifteen years of Radio Times and BBC and BBC News Online paid criticism. Uh, but also, I'm a dramatist and deputy chair of the Writers Guild. Um, everybody has opinions. I would hope that when we do them, that I can at least offer some background that might not be that familiar to other people. So that's it. We took we hear the instructions, we hear the criticism, and and you know you have a, a history that it's it's um, would give you at least some authority for talking about how to critique or what you're looking for when you view a show and what you're critiquing, right? I would hope so. Yes. Okay. And if nothing else, you got paid for fifteen years. Yeah, I don't know why I said fifteen there because I realised that's probably fifteen uh, was one continuous lot, but there was a lot before and a lot after. I was freelancing doing stuff for it so god it could be actually most it could be most of my freelance writing career that's mm. quite scary yes nice. can we move on from that for happily I feel old? happily happily yeah. so Thank three models of the iphone 12 are expected for 2020 no big surprise there we've got three models of the current phone we've had three models last year they will all have oled based screens instead of splitting between lcd and oled a report claims but the two higher tier models may have a better display than the lower cost variant. Okay. In what way? Do we know? Well, so it's interesting that apparently supply chain and everything like this has is, is gone in place and Apple's gotten the, the technology working with their partners up into a place where they can equip it across even the lowest model. Uh, they'll be supporting the vast majority of their panels from long-term suppliers like Samsung and LG. Uh, the... The models are expected to be 5.4, 6.1, and 6.7 inches, or more or less about the same sizes that they have been. Although I think 5.4 is a little bit smaller, isn't it? Wasn't it like a 5.8 a while back? I think so. I can't yeah. remember. Hmm. There's been some mention of a fourth model with 5G that'll have the same dimensions as the other th one of the other three. Of these three screens, so Samsung is going to be the sole supplier of the 5.4-inch and the 6.7-inch panels. And LG will be joining for the 6.1-inch panel. The 5.4 and 6.7-inch will both use an on-cell touch panel that Samsung calls Y-Octa technology, which eliminates the use of a film for manufacturing the display, which means you can get a thinner screen at a lower production cost. And uh, they're, they're shifting away from these film-based manufacturing for those two models, but the 6.1-inch still uses it because LG has that capability. Okay. So I wonder if they're doing that I mean, it's interesting because you'd think that the smaller size would be with a lower tier device. 
No, no, actually, wait a minute, I'm mistaken. So 5.4 maps to iPhone 11 Pro and 6.7 maps to the Pro Max, and the 6.1 maps to the 11 or the, the 10R. And so the 6.1 is the affordable model, which is why it's getting the screen that LG can make. Right. Sorry, just there's a point where it suddenly becomes this have sea I, of numbers. Have I thoroughly confused <laughs> everyone now? Yes. No, I think that's straight. So, yeah, as you'd expect, the... Um, the more affordable model gets the more affordable screen. That would last yes. year's display. Yeah. Okay. So after all that, not a lot of surprise there. Although I like the the OL, uh, OLED uh, move. That seems a good thing all round. Well, the idea is right. If if you can do something and deliver it to everyone, then do that. And, and instead of having to keep the LCD technology bumping around, which people really do notice the difference of. I remember looking in a store and in my hand for those few moments, I actually couldn't see the difference. Um, but now I, I have gone to an iPhone 11 Pro and having the experience of that, when I now go and check in 11, I can see it more clearly, yes. So yeah. I don't think it's a gigantic difference, but I'm, I'm on the right side of the difference, I think. So well, I'm the happy. other part of that is the borders, right? With the LCD, you've got these oh, true. big bezels around the thing. And with the OLED, you can go a little bit further to the edge. And people definitely notice those. That is true. I mean, they're still not gigantic bezels. We've seen bigger bezels in our time, uh, but yes, that is noticeable. I like point. big bezels, and I cannot lie. But what I really want to talk about is Apple unveiling their Black Friday gift card offers. So yes. November 29th, which is um, Friday, today is November 28th as we record this, through December 2nd, Apple is going to offer store gift cards of up to $200 for people buying products at Apple that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, well, affordable. I think we might have heard of them, but we just don't know which ones. It, precisely. It's, it's undetermined yeah. which ones. So the only detail we really know is that the maximum gift card amount is 200 bucks, and that the value depends upon which item is bought. Apple's not saying which items are eligible, only that it refers to select products during our four-day shopping event. So if you were going to go buy, I'm, I'm just guessing here, it's pure speculation, an iPhone 11 Pro Max everything or an yeah. iPad Pro, or a MacBook Pro, that you might get a $200 gift card. You might not. It depends entirely on what Apple's terms are, and they haven't said, but it's some kind of product like that, right? But you're not going to see a $200 gift card on a $250 AirPods Pro, for example. No. I mm, Maybe not. However, however, if you had an Apple card, and you used it to make these Black Friday purchases, you would get 3% cash back. Yeah, but you choose not to have an Apple card, and I don't have the option here in the UK. So um, that's it. We're out of luck, isn't it? Uh, oh. For this occasion, yeah. However, yeah. I may be I may be purchasing an iPad. Oh, excellent. What sort are you looking at? I'm thinking uh, probably 128 gig of the 10-inch just iPad, not Pro model. Cool. Uh, my wife Angela wanted one of those uh, and at the time she wanted it it had just come out and it turned out if you looked in the refurb store the pre the, the suddenly discontinued iPad Pro was actually a better deal financially for it and had a couple of things she so, wanted but so now here's, here's what happened that. to me and this is this is for my wife as well um, she's long suffered with an iPad mini 2 and the iPad mini 2 is just pretty much at that age where yes software still runs but it's kind of barely just as, um, only just runs. And so 
I had thought that I would go and get this iPad. And I had a number of HomeKit switches that were Insignia Connect, which is Best Buy's house brand. And Best Buy discontinued all of them, cut off their web services, said, sorry, they're just not going to work anymore. And they still functioned with HomeKit, but only just. And they had this deal where you told them what serial numbers you had. They issued me a gift card. Okay. All right. And so I had bought enough of those things that they issued me a $210 gift card, which I think I will apply towards an iPad. That would make sense. Since okay. iPads at Best Buy are $100 off anyway, basically. You know, the uh, the 128 gig model is now $329. I, I could walk out of there with an iPad for considerably little money. Uh, why are you talking to me? Go get it. Well, that's the episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Now, we're, we're going to keep going for just a few more minutes, but I appreciate that's that. That's all right. I'll talk while you go to the store. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Apple Card, because you just mentioned Apple Card, uh, Senators Elizabeth Warren and Sherrod Brown are pushing for an Apple Card probe by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And they're trying to examine claims for violations of fair lending laws. So this, this comes a little bit after we saw this, this uh, kerfuffle about the perceived perception that men were being offered limits multiple times the size of those limits offered to women. And Goldman Sachs issued a statement claiming that all scores were individually calculated, but that they would reevaluate credit line limits for customers who had expected higher offers. And this is, you know, it's going to be the, the CFPB looking into it. Um, whether or not anything will come of it, whether or not anything was actually done wrong, that, that's the role of the government is to, to have oversight. Are they exercising this oversight now uh, because it's perceived to be a genuine problem or because it's Apple? Um, I think Apple and, and Goldman both lend it um, sort of awareness, right? Apple definitely occupies a space in people's minds. Um whether, whether you're a fan of Apple or you're a fan of Google and you want anything that's Apple to die, you, Apple lives in, in people's awareness, certainly, if, if not living, occupying space in their heads. And any allegation that, that says that bias has taken place on the perception of, uh, on basis of race, color, religion, national origin, sex, marital status, or age is, is unlawful. And when we saw these um, anecdotes, and they were anecdotes, they were not data, mm -hmm. but we saw multiple anecdotes. I don't really have a problem with CFPB taking an inquiry. No, me neither. I just uh, would hope that they would be uh, inquiring into more than one. Is this the this is the only credit card that Goldman Sachs does, isn't it, or consumer? This is the very card. first. Well. There are there are only consumer. I mean, there are business credit cards, but they're basically consumer products offered to businesses, kind of thing. Slightly different, but not very widely different. Goldman Sachs. This is their first offering, consumer offering to the public, and uh, you know they get to make up what they consider or evaluate or how they score what they're going to offer in terms of credit, but they have to do it lawfully. Hmm. Hard to imagine a logic that would see men and women treated differently on this, but if that's what there is there, it needs to be found. Well, the anecdotes, the the anecdotes that were given were that uh, husband and wife live in a community property state, which means that uh, you know any any real property like cars or homes belongs to both people and the couple, 
and as assets should be counted equally. But the the allegation is that Goldman maybe wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. Any idea of sort of time scale for this kind of thing? Uh, when we'll hear something? Uh, I, I expect it to continue for quite a while. I don't know that it's going to be a big deal, but it's it's at least going to be looked into. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Yeah, it'd be really neat if if they would open up what their algorithm is for scoring and how they weight things. No one ever does that. It's always a proprietary secret. You just never get to know. Um, but that's that's what all of these organizations do and credit organizations do is keep these things secret from us. So there we are. Lawmakers are also targeting iOS location privacy in an antitrust probe. Well, they're busy then, aren't they? You never thought you'd say, but legislators are actually doing something, huh? Okay, I thought they might be occupied. With a... <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> So it's actually in the UK, uh, it's amazing how much legislation has just fallen away uh, because of the steamroller of need for Brexit stuff. So just think, uh, situation of situation is not being worked on. But that's here, that's not over there. Well, Uh, but over here, over here in the United States, we have, um, you know, we had, we have uh, a number of things going on surrounding the, the United States House of Representatives and impeachment. And yet, here we are with uh, members of the House Judiciary Antitrust Subcommittee reviewing privacy practices introduced with iOS 13, and they're looking at location features. They're concerned that Apple's technology restricts third-party access to device tracking assets. And why are they concerned about this thing that you and I would say sounds like a good idea? (laughs) I actually can't imagine. Uh, um, even criminals need to be a uh, have human rights. Is this well? No. So the way antitrust works is the antitrust wants to make sure that either you, you you that you aren't using your monopoly position to prevent competition. You you can't make an anti-competitive product. Okay. You can try, but that's well, not you the can story. try, but it, you know it's it's legal to have. It's technically legal to have a monopoly on something, but it becomes unlawful when you start using that to prevent anyone else from entering the space or competing with you, because you don't want it up with just one super monopoly that can't that that there, no one can compete against. You know, it's it's one of these weird things where you want a company to succeed, and especially if it's your company, you really want to succeed, and then that means success comes somewhat at the expense of other companies competing with you, but at the same time, you can't use your own power to force them out kind of thing. And so that's that's what the risk is here is this as there's a growing risk that without a strong privacy law in the United States, platforms will exploit their role as de facto private regulators by placing thumb on the scale in their own favor. Now, this is interesting because Tim Cook has called for privacy legislation. Mm. Repeatedly and loudly and actually increasingly loudly, I think. So uh, you think this is why? Easier to have the government do it. I, well, you know, for Cook, he wants things to, it, it's going to be easier for Apple because then they they won't be looked at for anti-competitive practices if everyone's complying with the legislation. And they won't have to keep having a, a, a long look at Facebook for violating the standards of iOS and vi- violating the App Store platform or the enterprise certificates, or I, I could run out of breath just talking about all the things they violated. Um, it's It's probably one of the things where cook has principles and 
is showing them. Most clearly, I would say. Okay. And principles are good, right? Uh, well, good principles are good, and they're especially good if you can adhere to them. Okay. All right. So, Tim Cook, do that. Yeah. Future AirPods. Actually, before I talk about future AirPods, I want to talk briefly about Mint Mobile. We've been talking about phones here for a few minutes. Mint Mobile is really cool. Mint Mobile makes a, uh, a wireless service that gives you all the same kind of network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost. So if you're using one of these big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? Between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you're being taken advantage of because they know that you'll pay. Enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium, same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead and then passes those savings directly to you. And it's really, really a positive thing. You cut your bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. And with Mint Mobile, you, you stop paying for unlimited data that you'll never use because you can choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. And you can change between those plans at any time. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash appleinsider. That's mintmobile.com slash appleinsider. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash appleinsider. So AirPods, you like them, right? Mostly. Actually, just seconds before you and I started talking today, I had a problem with my AirPods Pro. One one ear isn't working for it. And I've got all the instructions from Apple of you know, how to you know, restart it and do things. And I'll pedal with that. But yes, I'm just at this moment slightly less of an incredible rabid fan than I was. I'm just a mostly how, rabid fan. How dare you? Well, I dare. How dare easily. you? I, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, the, do you know, I don't think you are. There's something in your tone there that's going, yeah, whatever, it's his, mine will be fine. Is that? <laughs> the, okay, so we talk a little bit, and you know, I, I've, I've spitballed about this in the past, where we talked about AirPods as augmented reality, and AirPods as a device that replaces how you interact with your phone or your watch, especially the phone. Because with Siri built in and their sort of awareness and noise cancellation and, and immersion, they, they really are becoming a device of their own. You know, a couple of years down the road, they had cellular and you could leave your phone at home almost. I am conscious of the fact that with noise cancelling, um, I am I've somehow feeling easier to talk to Siri as I walk around uh, a city. I was in Manchester for a thing. Uh, this week, and I was walking along in the rain, happily telling uh, Siri to skip to the next track to play this, uh, to tell me what time it was, all sorts of things. And I started forgetting that uh, this was new technology, and I forgot that anybody was looking at me strangely. Which is really actually good for your health to forget that people look at you strangely. Okay. I strongly encourage that. <laughs> so, AirPods get even better, right? There's research that says that uh, they could, in the future, use air pressure to detect when they're in an ear. Wow, okay. Now, why would you want that? Well, it can be more selective about turning on and off, reducing the chance of accidental activation when placed on a table or a surface, um, battery savings, because mm -hmm. if they're out of your ear but on a table, they know that they're off when mm -hmm. you 
go ahead and push them in, then they activate. It's um, it's a neat bit of tech. And it will help you get that much more battery life because you won't turn on the Bluetooth radio if they're not in an ear. I wonder how much that will actually save over the course of a day. Well, how much are they out of your ear and not in their charging case? Well, actually, not that often. I'm a bit surprised how much I'm using them compared to even the last AirPods, which, you know, again, I was rabidly keen on. Until these came out, then I shunned them forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 I actually, I mean, really pleased with battery life all around. Uh, I had a thing. I could not find my lightning charger for a, a job yesterday. I had to drive... Um, it was over five hours, getting on for six hours uh, using uh, satellite navigation on my iPhone, Apple Maps, uh, without it being charged. So basically the phone was on for six hours out of the 12 that I was working for it. And uh, it lasted. I mean, it was very, very close at the end. But even my previous iPhone, 10s Max, uh, would have croaked before then. So yay for bigger battery life. Yeah. Well, and you were using it admittedly full out. Yeah. Yeah. Talking privacy for a moment, Apple is working on a privacy-based lighting system. What in the world could a privacy, or privacy as I would say, based lighting system be? Only you could see it. Well, we've been talking about Apple Car, Project Titan. Mm-hmm. And they, they've been looking into the idea of, of having control over vehicles' win- windows and having a, a light modulator layer to the windows. This is sort of like something you can kind of do on Windows today, where there's there's electrically activi- activated uh, privacy screen. You can chromatically change the color of the window so that the window becomes opaque instead of transparent electrically. So here what they're doing is using um, using it to modulate so that you can keep the window private, keep it transparent enough to see through, and not affect uh, a passenger or driver's vision. I just keep, uh, I, I let my window stay dirty and it does the same job. Well, there you are. Okay, you see. Well, I should put a patent. Just a just recommend that. to Apple, keep the yeah. car dirty. There you go, you there see. There you have it. I'm amazed. I really this am. does remind me, I think, didn't Kit in Knight Rider have the ability to just suddenly turn all the windows black whenever they couldn't afford... I think afford... they were already tinted completely black for that car. <laughs> but, you know, washing your car is a chore, right? Uh, I seem to remember it, yes, it was way back when I bothered. When you last did it, yeah. I was going it, somewhere yeah. important, yes. Yeah. Well, mm. and there are, there are a lot of things around us that fall into that, that kind of habit of chores, right? Um, I want to talk about Dollar Shave Club. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They've spent years developing, crafting, and refining everything. And they have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You name it, they have it, I use it. Um, I've been using their shave lather recently. And it's the only way I can describe it is pillowy. You know, it's uh, you, when, when, you, when you shave. So shaving is a chore, but it doesn't have to be. When when you use the kind of quality products and you develop a routine, it really becomes something pleasurable, almost meditative. And so using their shave lather creates this buffer between the razor and skin, which means that you get a perfect shave without it being harsh. Um, 
right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their Ultimate Shave Starter Set has basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The executive razor, their very best one, shave butter, prep scrub, post-shave dew. And the best part is you try it for just $5. And after that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get your Ultimate Starter Set for just $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash appleinsider. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash appleinsider. And the, the reason that a subscription box makes sense for this kind of thing is that a lot of people stretch out blades and cartridges until they're well past their use-by date. The way to tell to change a cartridge is when it begins to tug. And if you feel it begin to tug at all, replace the cartridge. Well, the beauty of a subscription is they ship you fresh ones and so you just change when you get them. You you use, you know, one a week and then get rid of it and get the fresh set the next month. It's the best way to be. It's really changes the the from shaving from something terrible to something good. Hmm. See, you learned something. I did. I know. Um, speaking of privacy, there was a class action complaint about Apple unjustly profiting from the aggregation and sale of iTunes and Apple Music data. Oh, I don't follow. What did they? What, well, what did they allegedly do? They they allegedly broke Rhode Island and Michigan law for selling, renting, transmitting, or disclosing a customer's information without consent. They're saying that Apple sold and otherwise exposed personal listening information to third parties, including data brokers and app developers. That doesn't sound... Well, actually, I don't know. Is that very Apple-like or not? Well, Apple incorporates a feature that tells users attempting to gift a song to another customer whether a recipient already owns a given track. And the feature re reveals the recipient's name and listening history. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so they they were being sued as a part of class action, complaining that Apple is revealing this data. All right, I'll just come out with it. Uh, I do have the kids from fame in my iTunes library, and I'm not ashamed of it, okay? And you Fine. shouldn't be. You should no. be proud. Anyway, the end result of this is that the judge dismissed the class action. Okay, I couldn't, didn't have to tell you then. Okay. Won't mention the Wombles now. All okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Wombles, the Wiggles, you say it. It's all okay. Uh So it's all over, uh, except nothing's ever over in legal cases. In, in no, no, States, this one this one really is, yeah. No appeals? Nope. No, no. No higher authority? No, nope, this one's done. Wow. This final judgment. Diary moment. The, the case final. actually finished. Yes, yes, it did. The day the running stopped. Mm. That's a quote from The Fugitive there. Yeah. Currently being remade. There you go. This segment has been brought to you by Atto Technology. So, Atto is the power behind the storage. Content creators with high def, 4K, and 8K workflows need a reliable high performance network solution. Stock connectivity will not do, not even on the new Mac Pro. And Atto Thunderbolt and Host Bus adapters are designed for low latency collaboration, eliminating bottlenecks and supporting multiple media streams. Find out more at atto.com. You know, William, what's I, I want to tell you a little bit about some apps. Mm -hmm. There are a couple apps that uh, that I've been a big fan of lately, and I just want you to know about them. So ZippyCal is a calendar app for iOS, iPhone and Apple Watch, 
and it's being discounted to 99 cents until midnight on Monday, 3rd December. And what's neat about it is that instead of being a traditional calendar panel layout kind of app, it gives you a, a circle and sort of shows your, your things going around the day in a circle. And you get 12 hours, you get a daytime and a nighttime. And what I like about it is that it's just an interesting experiment in how to convey what's going on in a day differently than here's your list of appointments, William. Okay. I I'm like trying it. to visualize that, actually. I should try this just to see what I'm it looks like. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you should. Um, then in, in other application news, I want to talk about Aaron Pierce's apps. So Aaron Pierce has a, a quartet of apps, if you will. Um, and I was looking to try and find them on my phone, and my phone has too many apps on it to actually tell you what's on there. But uh, they are HomeScan, HomeCam, HomePass, and Home Run. And uh, sorry, I just like Home Run as a name. That's all. Yeah. So what does that do? Runs so, your home. Well, Home Home Run is a way of choosing your home and adding scenes, so you can use uh, HomeKit on your Apple Watch. You can have uh, it give you a watch face and complications for HomeKit within your Apple Watch, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Home Pass allows you to add accessories that are working with HomeKit and um, then put the setup code, you know, the unique eight-digit code, in in a list so that instead of keeping a spreadsheet or a pen and paper or anything like that, you have an organized list of all of your codes. And it can scan the ones. So if you've got a device and it's got the code on it, you can just walk around your home scanning them, and now you'll have a list that you can keep of all of your devices if you ever need to reset them up. Just quite convenient. And Which definitely leads. worth it. Home run. Well, no, it doesn't. Home scan. Oh, sorry, home scan. So, okay, I'm trying to guess what this could do. Does it automatically register all of your home kit devices and compile Not them a chance, yeah, no. Okay. But it's a good tool for debugging. So, some of the devices in, in home kit are Bluetooth, some of them are Wi Fi. And especially with Bluetooth, you need to have the devices in range of the Apple Home Hub, which is either an iPad or an Apple TV. And this goes ahead and takes a wireless signal reading of all the devices and shows you their signal strength. So you can see which ones are by far the worst and need placement adjustment or um, need help. Yes, I can see that. Sorry, my mind's just gone on to where you said Apple TV or an iPad as the home hub. I was considering uh, buying a Mac Pro to be a home hub. You know, just you know, plug it in. Slightly leave overkill, it if you will, but okay. Yeah, but thorough. Got to give me that. Yeah. yeah. So HomeCam is an application that simply aggregates all of your HomeKit-compatible cameras. And it also works with Apple TV. And so you can view all of your HomeKit cameras on your Apple TV. Oh, that's nice. It is. I like that. Yes, it is. And all of these things are sold individually or as a bundle. So go get them. Cool. Yeah. If we're talking about apps that we're currently obsessed with, I am in love with uh, uh, OmniFocus, uh, Omni Outliner, and what's my latest one? Um, a lunar Display. Lunar Display. Oh, you know what it does. It gives yeah, you yeah. You're screen. using your uh, MacBook from 2010. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly thought I understood, but I don't care. I don't normally like multi-screen 
uh, things. I like one big screen when I can have them, but it is so immensely useful and it's better than previous things I've tried that did the same or similar things. So yeah, I'm glad I got to try it. It's ace. I love that. Trying something new and there you uh, go. turns out to change what you work, how you work. Ace. Yeah. Is, is your Wi-Fi feeling old? Uh, we've talked about this before. It is, and I haven't done anything about it, even though you know what I should do. I've encouraged you. You have. I have. Why it doesn't I matter. You on that one, and said I, I bought iPhones and AirPods because of you. I'm not okay. sure. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi Six from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest technology that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability, and the result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all of your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, and if you're ready for Netgear's best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. What else you got? What's your favorite thing you want to talk about? My favorite thing that I want to talk about, um, it was actually my birthday this week, and I have been given a smooth for the gimbal thing uh, for filming with iPhones. And my absolute favorite thing in the world at this moment is when you switch it on uh, and the phone in the setup just suddenly perks up and looks at you like it's alive. Nice. That's Yes. Very nice. You know, we, we were told that we weren't going to talk about Apple TV, but I'm talking about it anyway. There's a movie that Apple was going to release. They were going to show it in theaters, and um, they have since pulled it. Yeah, I was looking forward to this, actually. Uh, the trailers looked really interesting. But, yeah. Uh, what's the reason behind the pulling? So let's, let's give a little more information here. There is a movie called The Banker that Apple produced, and it stars Samuel L. Jackson and Anthony Mackie. And... They have pushed back the planned release on the Apple TV streaming service until January. They've, they've taken it from the, uh, the theaters. It's not going to come out. Um, it was originally going to debut on December 6th. What's happened is that filmmakers are investigating claims of historical inaccuracies and sexual misconduct on the part of co-producer and consultant Bernard Garrett Jr., whose father is the subject of the film. The accusations were leveled by Cynthia Garrett, who claims that Garrett Jr. is her half-brother. Now, Garrett Jr. is not pictured in the film, although it is about his, his father. Um, it, the Banker was set to premiere at AFI Fest on Thursday, but Apple decided to pull it. They didn't specify why they were scrubbing the showing, only that they're investigating concerns surrounding it. Um, Apple said, we purchased the banker earlier this year. We were moved by the film's entertaining and educational story about social change and financial literacy. Last week, some concerns surrounding the film were brought to our attention. We, along with the filmmakers, need some time to look into these matters and determine the best next steps. In light of this, we're no longer premiering it at AFI. And it's, it's based on a true story about two African-American businessmen who, in the 1960s, trained a working-class white man to be the figurehead of a successful real estate and banking empire. So it's, it's, so it's an interesting story. Yeah, like a real-life and much more serious Remington Steel. Yes. You don't remember okay. Remington Steel? No, I do. I do. It was Pierce Brosnan's best role ever. Uh, Stephanie Zimbalist um, fronting up a detective agency with a pretend yes. uh, fr a front, really. So, yes. yeah, a bit of a trivial comparison there. I, but I do remember. You know, I was, I was thinking of this... Um, 
uh, Hidden Figures. Did you see it? No, actually, I must. It sounded great. I think I may even have read the screenplay at one point. Did you like it? Loved it. Cool. Hidden Figures was a fantastic movie. And it's it's uh, it's not the same kind of story, but it is set in a similar time period and a similar story about social change, let's say. Okay. And and in that case, Hidden Figures was about uh, focused on three women, three black women, who were employed at NASA, and um, actually were played played key roles in America's race to the moon. The space race. And I really enjoyed that. I did. It was a good movie, and I, I was glad to learn from that one. The uh, This this movie seems like it would have been good. I would have liked to have enjoyed it, but yeah, they've got to investigate these claims. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, and you said uh, January for streaming now. Uh, That's what that- they're saying. That's what it, everything suggests, but... Um, you know, that's it's it's one of those sources familiar with the matter. Claim sure. that. Um, the I guess the real question is is do these charges, if true, detract from the movie itself? That's really what Apple's to figure out is how how does this affect um, yeah. the, the whole production? It's a complicated world, isn't it? Uh, film and television. It is. Yeah. Well, that's that's all I've got. So. I would like everyone to, if you're in the U.S. and doing Thanksgiving, please have a restful, relaxing holiday with family and friends. There are a number of deals out there. Of course, MacBooks are discounted and iPads are discounted. All of those things are discounted. But ultimately, hardware ages. Hardware gets old. Hardware doesn't last forever. But uh, relationships can. And focus on those. That's my message. Uh, William, what do you got? Well, actually, I would like to say from all the way over here in the UK, I hope everybody, if you're listening to this over the Thanksgiving weekend, uh, have a great one. We don't celebrate it here, but it's always been around the same time as my birthday. So I've always been very conscious of it. And it's a great time of year unless you're trying to travel anywhere in the States. William, where can people find you on the Internet? I am on Twitter as W Gallagher and always forever permanently on email at William at AppleInsider.com. What about yourself? I'm VMarks on Twitter, and I may be found at victorapplinsider.com. Happy birthday, William. I want to make sure I say that. Thank you. 21, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Just learning how to shave. Indeed. And with the help of of you and your advice. Dollar Shave Club. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And thank you to all of our listeners for sticking with us. We really do appreciate it. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi is old or outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. <laughs>